Welcome to another episode of Z Dunks NFL. This week I got my friend uh, Luke Adams on. Yeah, man, it is great to be to uh, be, be here, and I can't wait to to uh, see what, what we have. All right, well, let's get into it. So, uh, Week Ten had a lot of great matchups, as you know, and uh, yeah. today we're going to focus on seven that we thought were noteworthy or that we should talk about more. So, first off the bat is my team, the Jags. They played the <laughs> Packers, and uh, a couple things I have to say about this game. Uh, Keelan Cole, Keelan, what's his name? He came out of a D2 school a couple years ago, yeah. and he had a pump return touchdown and a receiving touchdown. And people don't notice because he plays for Jacksonville, but this kid, this kid's talented. I mean, he had this kick return, the pump return, and the kicker, uh, the punter was the last line of defense. He did this quick, like, Wayne Gretzky, deep, deep, <laughs> and he, he swiveled him, and that punter fell hard. I was like, you could put a shooting stars meme over that, but it was hilarious because... This guy's unknown, but he plays like oh, yeah. a stud. So uh, another thing I want to talk about is Aaron Rodgers had this one play in the game where uh, it was like a third and goal, and they snap it, and he tucks this ball. I don't know where he put it. The ball, like, disappeared behind his back for, like, three whole seconds. He whips it out and again. play action. Th- yeah, yeah, play action, throws yeah. to Devontae Adams. Devontae <laughs> Adams just takes C.J. Henderson's manhood. He just, whoo, yaps it out of his arms. And I was just like, wow, like, that, that took my breath away. So what what were you kind of thinking when watching this game? Yeah, man, I have to be honest. I didn't know who Keegan Cole was. Right. <laughs> and then I saw that 90-yard re- return, and then I was like, wow. And, uh, yeah, I thought the Jags played a great game, and you know, pretty well the whole way through. And then towards the end, you know, Aaron Rodgers just kind of did what he does. And, uh, you know, the Jags had a few chances to move the ball up the field, but just couldn't make anything like go go well so yeah yeah I mean uh it felt like a great effort but not enough and that's okay because they did play the Packers who are one of my favorites to win the Super Bowl or at least be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl and if you watch this game not only did the Jags defense surprise they actually got an interception and a fumble one one on Aaron Rodgers and one on Devontae Adams, which is really impressive because yeah. those are the Packers' two best players. Um, and, and one last thing I'll say about this Jags game. They have this guy, Devon Hamilton. He's a rookie from Ohio State, third rounder. This guy's built like a brick. And he <laughs> he had this one sack in this game. I kid you not. He pushes Corey Lindsley, the center, like down on his back and sacks Aaron Rodgers in one fell swoop. And you don't see that that often. So oh, yeah. we got we got to give credit where it's due because that was uh, very impressive for, for what I saw. So... The Jags surprised, but uh, maybe another surprise on this slate. Uh, the Giants went into their home stadium and they handled the Eagles, which, what very are you thinking? Well. What are you thinking about this game? I'm thinking, I mean, the Giants have been playing very well, I mean, the past few weeks. And I would even go as to say is the whole year. You know, just come coming up a tad short. Uh, going in here, I thought it was anyone's game, and it looked to be that the Giants wanted the win a lot more. They played well, and they just made fewer errors. You know, and you talk about wanting it more, and that's that's a great point because, you know, they're on their third string running back. They got some backups on defense, but it's about that will to win. And the Giants, you know, they're injury depleted too. You know, Eagles fans will make so many excuses. Sorry, Eagles fans, (laughs) but this is what you do. You say, oh, well, we're injured here. We're injured there. There's no way we could possibly win. It's like you got to deal with it. Everyone has their issues. The Giants, okay? 
they they have a corner james bradbury this guy's locked down what i noticed from watching the giants they have a stud on that defense it's just unfortunate because on the other end of the ball on the other side of the field they have isaac yidam and some bum named ryan lewis no not macklemore's producer and it's <laughs> unbelievable how upset i get watching the giants play because they've lost by less than 10 points four games this season and this team has promised they have some good players they just haven't been able to capitalize. As you said, they've come up short. And I think a big reason for that is Daniel Jones. Yeah. He needs to he needs to protect the ball more and maybe use his legs more because yesterday he ran for a touchdown and he exactly. looked good. He was so mobile in the pocket. I gained some respect for him yesterday because he didn't play like a little kid under center. You yeah. know? He looked great. Um, every time he ran the ball, he got yards. He moved the ball up the field well. You know, he had one touchdown. Uh, rushing uh, uh, score and he would have had two if it, I think there, there was a, a holding but yeah I mean every time he runs the ball it opens up so much for their all offense and I think that he, he needs to do that a lot more yeah, and against the Eagles a couple weeks ago, he broke off for a 75-yarder, and he just tripped. He just, yeah. he just, he just fell on his face. We don't really know why, but this week he yeah. did not fall on his face, and no, the same the same could be said about the Giants. They did not fall on their face they did this not. week. Uh, I was great. Yeah, I was really impressed. Now we talked about you know James Bradbury playing really well. He broke up the game-winning fourth fourth down. Um, but on the other end, mm -hmm. uh, Carson Wentz didn't play this 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 well. You know? No, I saw a few drop snaps. Right. Uh, I think he had an interception too. Um, just not playing to what he did like a few years back and. I don't really know if it's, you know, they lost a, a few guys or if it's just the uh, season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, their O-line uh, is beat up, but there should be less excuses this week than before because they got their starting left tackle back. Lane Johnson is back, and they still have their center. So the three pieces in the middle, center, and edges are all there. Um, understandably, Matt Pryor steps in at right guard. He's... He's not great. And then they had Sua Opeta, who's a third-string guard on the left side of the line. But these aren't excuses. This is just what they were working with. And it hasn't been a problem because once, once was throwing for a lot of yards to Travis Fulgham the last yeah. few weeks. But this week, Fulgham barely did anything. And Wentz missed him, believe it or not, on a couple throws. So uh, maybe, maybe Wentz just it got to him. Maybe he thought this would be an easier game. Uh, but the Giants' uh, pass defense isn't a slouch. So No, yeah. So I wouldn't get that twisted. So uh, that was a surprise, but I think the Giants could win the NFC East, truthfully, man. Like, I, I feel, what do you what do you think about that? I think they have a very good chance if they keep playing the same way. And if Daniel Jones, you know, just keeps do doing his uh, thing. I One thing I did see a, a whole lot of from the Giants was a lot of quick throws. He wasn't holding on to the ball a whole lot. He was getting rid of the ball. And I think that that helped. Yeah, and holding on to the ball will kill you. Carson Wentz knows this better than anybody. Even yesterday, he took two sacks because he scrambled and ran around the pocket. You got to yeah. get rid of it. And Daniel Jones was getting outside the pocket and running, which I guess anything's better than just sitting in the pocket. Because yeah. your O-line, and I said this with Lamar Jackson, they can't block for you if you continually run left and right laterally behind them. They need you to get rid of it, or they need you to make a quick snapshot decision. And Wentz isn't doing that. And that's what's causing fumbles. That's what's causing picks. And that's mm -hmm. what's disappointing Philly. So you yeah. brought this on yourself, Philly. I mean, you crown <laughs> Wentz your king. You crown Wentz your king. You see what happens. So yeah. Uh, move, moving on to uh, the Bills and Cardinals. Oh, this man. this was oh my gosh, <laughs> man. This was a game. I was I told I told 
I told Joe this would be a game and it was. It did not disappoint. So, it's a so, game. Yeah, so some of my notes for this game. Um, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. I loved it. I loved what they were doing. There wasn't much defense no, in this game. No, there what, wasn't. what are you thinking about it? You know, going into the game, I had the uh, Bills to win. Um, but, you know, sometimes that doesn't always happen, you know. Um, I thought both teams played great, to uh, be honest. I think the Bills controlled the first half a lot more. But in uh, the second half, I think uh, Josh Allen had a few interceptions and they had a few uh, turnovers, which, you know, hurt them in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, let's talk about Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins, okay? These two are the best receivers in the NFL. And mm-hmm. me and Joe talked about each team in the offseason decide they wanted to get that guy that's built for tough different. And they did. They got Stefan Diggs, who leads the league in receiving. This guy had a touchdown with 38 seconds left on a beautiful 27-yard throw by Josh yeah. Allen, which I thought that was wraps. I, I, I saw my Sunday ticket. I have the Fantasy Red Zone channel. I look. I see I score. I'm like, GG's, boys. I was like, it's over. And then my friend in the Fantasy Yahoo app, uh, we got a league. Um, okay. Uh, I check in the message. He's like, holy crap, did you see what just happened? D-Hop and Murray just scored. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? Didn't the game, you know, there was only like 30 oh, seconds yeah. left. And I go, and I go to Twitter, like within five seconds, and I look up what happened. And I see Kyler, like, scramble, run to his left, fall backwards, throw like 45 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm not making this up, mosses three grown men to win this game. And it was like watching Megatron back in the league. He goes up, and what I noticed with the three Bills defenders, they didn't go for for the for the swat or to knock it even out of no, his yeah. hand. They all went for the pick, and he high pointed over all three. None of them actually touched the ball. If you watch, which is ridiculous, because there were three <laughs> of them there. Uh, so, what are you thinking about that craziness? Uh, you know, normally when you score a touchdown in the last thirty seconds, that's a wrap. You'd think, yeah. I mean, unless you're Aaron Rodgers, it's not too normal for all this to happen. One thing I do want to say, though, I think the MVP of the game for the Bills was Tyler Bass. He, I believe his first kick was his record. He hit a 54-yard, a 55-yard, and then he hit a 58-yard. Yeah. All in the same game. So that was kind of, like, awesome, too. But, yeah. Yeah, kickers are people too, and I watched the highlights for this, and that kid's on fire. I don't know who he is. I'm gonna be honest. I I didn't know who this kid is. He a rookie or yeah? Or, yeah he, he's 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 young buck, but I saw him drill kick after kick after kick after mm-hmm. kick, and the Bills wouldn't have even been in that game without that effort. So yeah. it's 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 really good to give credit where it's due because what a game by him. He can't control the defense. He no. can't control. Neither can Josh Allen. Truthfully, this game is on Buffalo's defense because Josh Allen and the offense did enough to win this game. Cole Beasley did enough to win this game. John Brown did enough to win this game. Dawson Knox did enough to win this game. The issue was that porous defense. Yeah. And that, that last play should have never happened. No. No. <laughs> How? How does that happen? Like, I... I explained why it happened, yeah. but it, uh, it it kind of bugs me. I mean, it's an awesome play, an awesome game, but, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we talk about finishing. Uh, it's not really a good way to, to finish the game. So, uh, 49ers and Saints were the next on the slate, and uh, 
Alvin Kamara, okay? I don't know if you see this when you watch. He kind of looks like he's moonwalking almost out there. This guy's <laughs> like, this guy's just like treadmill speed, just like, and he just whooshes by people. Yeah. It's so impressive. And uh, the Saints, uh, can they stop using Taysom Hill? Like, please get that. <laughs> please. I, I hate when they bring Taysom Hill in because... This guy, he's like their backup quarterback, but when they bring him in, they always let him have the ball, which, first of all, like, you could bring him in as a decoy every once in a while, Sean Payton, but he doesn't. He brings his kid in, he kicks Kamara out wide, and he runs up the middle, and he's fumbled several times this year, and he did this game. Uh, So what are you thinking about the Saints' offense in this game? Um, You know, I think you bring up an interesting point about Hill. You know, he he did throw the ball, I think, once or twice last week against uh, Tampa Bay. But even still, you know, every time they bring him in, he just runs. And as a defense, you always know know that. Right. So how are you going to expect to get yards? Um, yeah, I mean, especially with uh, Drew Brees get, getting hurt, it's going to be weird to see what the Saints do in uh, the future with all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's scary if you're a Saints fan. Jameis Winston? I mean, he's eating W's, but yeah. is New Orleans going to be eating... You know, down the stretch. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, he did do well with Camara, which is a good sign because, yeah. you know, this whole season hasn't been deep passing. It's been dropping off to the astronaut spaceman. <laughs> he's, he's from a different planet. That's why I say that because Camara's just built different and he's so fun to watch. If you watch a Saints game, get some popcorn because Camara... Oh, that guy's special. He's he's so special. And then uh, on the other on the other side, you know, you talk about the 49ers. Nick Mullins played played pretty well. But one thing I want to say about this game, what were the 49ers on? I saw Jordan Reed make this catch where it was one-handed and the ball was like going to hit the turf. He oh, yeah. he snags it with like his middle <laughs> finger. And I'm like, what? And then turn turns up the uh, side sideline. Right, and and, and, then, was... and then, yeah, and then they have this other tight end, uh, Dwelly, who lays out, makes like a OBJ catch, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, who? I, what do you think about that craziness? I mean, I thought they, I mean, again with all the underdogs, it seems like they start off well in the first half or the first quarter. They had a very very long opening drive, and. I mean, even after that, they they led the Saints 10-0. And then I'm not really sure what happens in, at, like, halftime. It just seems like everything just goes down. It's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, where did it go wrong? Uh, I would say special teams is where it went wrong. Oh, yeah. If you, if you watched any semblance of that game, the highlights of the game, uh, there were a lot of miscues on punt returns for both teams. I think yeah, there were three of them. the right Niners there. muffed two and the Saints muffed one, and all of those turned into touchdowns, which is a lot of points off of turnovers. So there wasn't so much offensive movement besides that initial drive for the Niners. Yeah. Uh, I think they got up on an early lead because the Saints made that mistake early right after they, you know, drove all the way. Uh, but mm-hmm. I like I like some of the weapons they have, but, you know, they don't have Kittle. They don't have Mostert. They don't have Debo. Ayuk, Ayuk played well. They're rookie, Brandon Ayuk. So I like him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, if there's anything else, you know, you want to say about this game. Um, we can move on to uh, the Seahawks and Rams. So that sounds good to me. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the Seahawks game? Before I give my take. Oh, I thought the Rams' defense was 
the best of the day. I mean, you talk about Jalen Ram- Ramsey. Yep. I mean, I watched the highlights, and I didn't even see DK Metcalf mm-hmm. in any of the highlights. And that's pretty odd when you see what he's done prior to this game. I mean, Jalen Ramsey locked him up in every way possible. And that kind of hurt them because he didn't have too many options to, you know, to uh, throw to them. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Rams actually are the number three ranked passing defense, which I don't know how many people know. Uh, And Darius Williams on the other side. People give all the praise to Ramsey. Ramsey is the highest paid corner in the league. Darius Williams had two interceptions today, and he locked up, you know, Lockett, the number two option. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson was not cooking today. Uh, And it's disappointing because this should have been, you know, a mouthwatering matchup for them because they've been shredding everybody. And he was just not on today. DK was completely erased by Ramsey. Completely. He was on an island and Ramsey, you know, Ramsey was not laying him off that island, which, you know, it's it's a little surprising to see DK that physically intimidating just walk down because Ramsey's not small, but he's like 6'1", he's two inches shorter, he weighs a lot less. A lot less, yeah. But Metcalf (laughs) just couldn't get off of him and the physicality really shined through for the Rams defense. Also, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald was giving that Seahawks uh, offensive line fits all day. Dude has nine and a half sacks. He's the best player in the league, if you ask me. What do you think about, like, some of that? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think all around the defense was just sound. I, right. I don't think there was a point where they were unsound the whole game. Every way, they, they just did their, their best and just really, I think that was the, um, the, the, I think that is what gave them the win was just every time the Seattle had the ball, it was so hard for them to get anywhere. And that was everywhere on, on the field, not just the offensive line or the secondary zone. Right. It was really good. So if I'm, I'm hearing this right, you're talking up uh, yesterday to great defense, not necessarily poor offense. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting that, point. That was, yeah. Right. People people didn't give the Rams defense credit. Everyone's just crapping on the Seahawks saying they had a bad day. It's possible the Rams defense is just really good and they oh, yeah. showed up yesterday. So that's an awesome point because I think that's what happened too. I think people are too too keen to just jump on Russell Wilson like, "Hey, you didn't throw for 400 yards today." It's like, <laughs> it, you know, you're not going to do that every week and, you know, as an MVP candidate, this is adversity. So, mm-hmm. we need to see where the Seahawks bounce back from this. Uh one more thing, the Rams just ran it down the Seahawks throat all game long, which was surprising to me because I I just assume that, you know, the Seahawks were tired of being everybody's punching bag, you know, yeah. cuz they they haven't stopped a sneeze this year. So, they, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good game, game though. You know, each team had uh, some tur- turnovers, but overall, I think the playmaker of the game was not even one guy. It was just the whole defense on the Rams. Yeah, it was a team effort. Yeah. Team effort. It, um, it was great. Yeah, Henderson and Malcolm Brown had great games from the Rams, and uh, pretty symbolic of how this game went. It was, it was over before it started, in my eyes. Uh, so, we're moving on to the Dolphins and Chargers. Uh, what do you have to say about uh, this quarterback duel with Herbert and Tua? Yeah, you know, two, uh, young, two y- young guys, you know, I thought they both played well. Um, I think Tua played a little bit better. I, I think, you know, I think it, j- it just could be the uh, team. The Dolphins have been looking very good, not just the past few weeks. I, 
I think, the whole year. Um, and especially with Tua come, coming in later in the season, he's learned a, a lot more than uh, Herbert did, you know. But even for Herbert being a young guy, you know, just controlling the offense, I thought he, he did a, a great job, too. Yeah, uh, both these quarterbacks are, are doing phenomenally well, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herbert and Tua um, are the future of the NFL in my eyes. I think they're they're going to be good for a couple years. And I think the, the AFC East is undergoing a restructuring where we're seeing the Bills and Dolphins maybe emerging as the top teams after decades of being, oh, yeah. of being under Belichick's thumb. Uh, we'll talk about the Patriots in a little bit. Uh, but... Herbert um, has a nice way of extending plays and throwing touchdowns. I really like how Boy Wonder just lets it rip. He's, he sits in the pocket, and he just does his thing. He's got a great height. His arm's really strong. And he makes pretty good decisions for a young kid if you watch him oh, yeah. play. Like, he's not he's not forcing the ball too often. Uh, there's a couple times, but he's got good receivers, Keenan Allen and, you know, uh, Jalen Guyton. And he, he makes it work, so... I Definitely. really, I really like, I really like watching him. Um, what do you think about like Tua? What is he doing? Tua, you know, coming into this, I had a little bit of a problem. I didn't necessarily agree with benching uh, Fitzpat, Fitz, mm-hmm. uh, Fitz Magic. Sorry yes, about yes. that. <laughs> you know, but even after doing that, you know, Tua's been on a roll. It's kind of hard not to like him now. You know what I mean? Um, I, I thought something that did hurt. LA was, you know, Joey Bosa not in the lineup. That kind of hurts their pass rush. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily a reason to blame it on, right. but I think that that did hurt them. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge loss. And yeah. there was a point in time during the game, I think it was second or third quarter, uh, I think it was Kenneth Murray, the linebacker, the Chargers, had had to a dead to rights and he slips out. Yeah. That's that's Joey Bosa. He's not slipping out. No, he's he's, he's not. hitting the turf and he's hitting it hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fitzpatrick would be holding his breath. You know, maybe I get to go back. <laughs> uh, but 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 no. Uh, I I really like how Tua played though. He he didn't do anything flashy. He used Jakeem Grant a lot and he made mm-hmm. a lot of short easy throws. Yeah. Um, he he managed the game, which is what I said he had to do last week. And I'm very surprised that the Dolphins can win managing the game. Excuse me, Miami fans. I didn't think you had <laughs> a great team. You did load up in the draft, but this year you've exceeded my expectations in the worst possible way. Uh, so we'll see what you do. Maybe you will be in the playoffs after this game. I'm I'm kind of a Tua believer now. You, you know what? Same here. I th- I think seeing what he's been able to do, you know, with you know, not so like e- easy uh, teams. It's kind of a- astonishing for a super young guy, you know, coming in halfway through and just doing what he is doing now. It's is great. Yeah, it's it's weird for teams to change quarterbacks midseason who are doing well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. happen that often, and for the team to they have yet to lose under Tua. Sorry, yeah. Jinx. Uh, he's he's done. He's not. Nah, don't even knock on that wood. He's gonna lose for the rest. The rest of the games are L's now. Uh, but yeah, they were winning and they took Fitzpatrick out and they're like, we're gonna go a new direction. And everyone's like, really? We're gonna go in a different direction than winning? Uh, but Tua's like, listen, guys, we're gonna have the same results with me under center. Yeah. So he's been ju- he's been doing that. You know, actions speak louder than words. Uh, Speaking of actions and speaking of words, I think the Patriots showed up to play. Meanwhile, everyone was talking about how the Ravens were just the team to beat. Uh, what are you thinking? 
Oh, man, what a defensive game. Right. That was both sides of the field, you know, just phenomenal. Not even a score in the first uh, quarter. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Ravens eventually went up, but, you know, the, the, the Pats just kept playing and just kept stopping them on third down again and again. I thought uh, Lamar Jack- Jackson played a little bit better uh, scrambling than he did the past few uh, weeks. And, you know, overall, I just thought the Patriots came in there and just played a little bit better. Yeah, and you talk about Lamar playing better. Uh, Entering this game, uh, the Ravens were the number one rushing offense. Now that's the Cardinals, thanks to Kyler. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And they were the 31st in passing. So really unbalanced on on that spectrum. Uh, But I thought Lamar did a really good job this game of, of... reading his options and taking the throws there i know i know willie sneed isn't the most exciting guy but he threw for two touchdowns to willie sneed and mark andrews had a career um, not career high season high targets uh last night and and what i want people to understand is this game the reason it was so defensive dominant is the weather yeah it was pouring and wind was gusting and uh, towards the fourth the end of the game (laughs) you could hear on the cameras the actual nbc broadcast cams you hear and it was like a white mist cloaked the field and we really couldn't see much of the last two minutes but it didn't matter the game was out of hand by then but one thing i will say lamar while he took his options before half they had an opportunity to get three with justin tucker and he throws this 30 yard lob to the right sideline mm-hmm. and the Patriots picked it off and I just oh, yeah. don't I just don't see why you throw that ball like they lost three points there which at the end of the game it would have made a one possession game so like what are you thinking about Lamar's decision making you know I think he's doing a lot better not trying to run the ball so much mm-hmm. you know I think he still should run the ball but I, as you said you know him scanning the field and just seeing what's available I think this was just you know a uh, classic just Oops. <laughs> you know, Oops. Yeah. My bad. You know, I mean, and it, it, it happens to the greatest players. Yeah, it does. You, you know, I, I think it was just one thing that, you, you know, maybe the mistake was a little bit bigger than what they thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and something else I want to talk about. Jacoby Myers, the Patriots wide receiver, had an actual passing touchdown <laughs> this game. And people were like, who? And this guy actually was a quarterback in high school. Yeah. And it, it showed because he threw a dime to Rex Burkhead. And the Patriots, just by that example, showed that they can utilize the pieces they have, which we haven't seen recently. Cam Newton showed up to play today. Mm-hmm. And he made good decisions. And let's talk about the run game. Damian Harris, Rex Burkhead, and uh, you know their other backs, they just ran it down the throats of the Ravens. And the Ravens aren't supposed to be a team you can run against like that. No, no. no. Yeah, I mean, even... Even Cam, you know, at some point, I think he, you know, lowered his uh, shoulder and just ran right through. Yeah. It was everyone that ran the ball. Uh, the Ravens' defense looked solid, but, you know, I think oh, oh, overall it was just a New England game. Yeah, it was a New England game. That's yeah. a great way to tie it all <laughs> up. Uh, uh, the weather was a factor, and one team's acclimated to it, and the other wasn't. So exactly. we saw we saw what happened, so... Uh, yeah. At the end of each episode, uh, I normally ask my guests, what's one thing that surprised you or like made you the most excited from this week? All right. This week, you know, uh, I think we saw not just one, but two uh, trick trick plays. I think yeah. there was one, uh, I forget the, the team it was on, 
but yeah, I mean, you, you don't see a whole lot of trick trick plays, and obviously the uh, ending of the Arizona game. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that would be everyone's. Yeah, I, I, there were two. I don't remember the other one either, but my, my most surprising uh, would actually have to be Russell Wilson's failure to launch uh, in L.A. Because you credit the defense, and I knew their secondary was good. I knew Jalen Ramsey was there. You know, he used to be a Jag. We, we know him a little too well down here in <laughs> Jacksonville. Uh, he talks a lot of trash, so people don't like to give him respect. I, I love it, man. Yeah. I, I mean, love all the trash talk. <laughs> yes, yeah, so people don't like to give him respect, and uh, they shut down Russell Wilson, that MVP offense, mm-hmm. uh, really easily. So I uh, want to thank you for being on the show this week, oh, Luke. Yeah, man. Uh, Anytime. Yeah, so uh, it was a great week, and uh, have a great week, guys.